What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Blackie Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book news and sometimes anime news of the past week from the small and the big screen. This is episode 67. I'm Gershon. And before we jump into this episode, please, if you can, go ahead and rate the podcast, rate it on whatever app you're using. Five stars greatly appreciated. Also, go in there. If you're in the app, you can do feedback. Go ahead and give some feedback. Let us know how the show is. That also helps us, bumps us up in the algorithm, helps us get new listeners, help get more people listening to the podcast, and is a great way to show your support for the podcast. Greatly appreciated, guys. Also, if you're listening to uh, a clip of the podcast on... Well, you probably won't be hearing this part, but whatever. If you listen to a clip of a podcast on the YouTube, uh, go ahead and describe, like, and share on YouTube. Blackie Cool. Go show some love over there. Also, check out our Instagram uh, and Twitter at Blackie Cool. And our Patreon at Patreon slash Blackie Cool. Go become a patron. It's a great way to also support us financially because you like what we're doing over here. Um... Yeah, with all that good stuff out the way, intro, and I didn't mess it up, so I'm super excited for that. (laughs) Let's get into this episode, guys. Just dive in. You know how we always start. We start with small screen news. Side note, DC fandom happened, so we have a lot of DC news, so get ready for that. Uh, First up, there's a rumor that Disney Plus is um, working on an adult version or adult section of Disney Plus. Uh, they're gonna have like it's gonna be password protected, so you have to use a password to get in there, and that's where they're gonna have all their Fox, MGM, uh, kind of R-rated material there and adult-related materials. And you probably hear these crickets, which sucks because I can't find them. Uh, yeah. We're going to act like we don't hear that. I'm going to see if I can isolate that and cut that out, but most likely not. <laughs> I'm not that good of a producer yet. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get my skills up. But yeah, like I was saying, Disney Plus is working on an adult version or adult section on Disney Plus, which is a great idea. I think that would push uh, more subscriptions to the service being that they have an abundance of Fox properties that are kind of more adult-oriented or R-rated. People still want to see it. They don't want to just be lost forever. And why not? You have it. Why not show it? And you can have a section to where adults only can access it. It does seem a little bit like one of those old movie uh, videotape places where they have an adult section. It does sound a little like that, but I think Disney can pull it off. No problem. And I would love to go through beads to get to the adult section. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> those For those uh, older people out there, you know what I'm talking about. You young people, you have no idea. You were born in the age of the internet where you did not have to sneak porn <sighs> to be young again and to be to be young in this century. Wow, amazing. Um, that was a weird tangent. We're going to keep going. Though. Uh, also watched a trailer on Amazon uh, Utopia. It was very interesting. Um, 
kind of the synopsis of the show is there's this science division where apparently they're making all kind of viruses, chemicals, human viruses, working with old viruses, mixing them with stuff. Apparently it gets out and it's starting to destroy the world. Uh, these band of people are trying to figure out how to stop it. It looks very interesting and very of the time right now we're in. So uh, go check that out. Let me know what you think. I think it's a, I'm pretty sure it's an Amazon kind of series. I believe it's a series. I'm not even sure if it's a movie. So go check it out. Let me know if it's a movie or a, a series. I might be watching that. Uh, it looks very interesting. I'm not going to lie. It looks real interesting. Um, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, up, up, up next is, so we watched Lovecraft Country. Um, I really dug the first episode. I think we talked about this last podcast. I just watched the second episode, and it was pretty good. Just pretty good. Um, I'm not a super um, horror guy. I'm, I, I, I've watched horror movies. I know kind of the way horror movie goes and stuff like that. I'm more sci-fi, which this is a little sci-fi, but I do love vampires, so it's weird. This has a little bit of all of that in it. So, and it's very, how can I say this when not offending some people, more black-centric, which I do appreciate that too. Uh, most horror movies, we die in the first 10 minutes. It's good to see us make it all the way through. It's really cool. Even though this is not a movie, it's a series, still loving it. Definitely worth checking out. I am going to start doing reviews of episodes. So hopefully by the end of this week, don't don't um, 100% know if it's going to happen. I'm going to put out a review of episode one and two. Hopefully by the end of this week, but you know I'll be procrastinating, I'll be forgetting, I get busy. So, but then hopefully I'll do an episode every week as the uh, series continues to talk about the episode, spoiler stuff, all that good stuff. What I like, what I didn't like, what I know. I don't know these books that this uh, series is based off of, but I found out the author is a super duper racist. Well, he was super duper racist. He's dead. Um, and then it, uh, I. Not gonna lie, I learned it off the Kevin Smith podcast with Mark Bernard. They talked about it, and then a lot of content that us most black nerds digest. We find out later in life that the people that wrote that that content or made that content didn't really like us as people. And we find out either they're very racist or misogynist. I can't say that word. Or they hate women. Are they're homophobic? And it brought up a really weird conversation of separating the artist from their art. Like, yes, we're going to talk about R. Kelly. People were super mad at R. Kelly. But, like, are you not going to listen to Ignition Remix? Like, let's be honest. The Chocolate Factory is, a, is, a, is an awesome album. 12 play, all day. But he did some horrible stuff. So are you going to not listen to his stuff anymore? And Bill Cosby, he did some bad stuff too. Are you not going to watch the Cosby show, which was a mecca for any black child at that time? 
that let you see yourself in a whole new light. So it really begs to differ. Where do we draw that line? Me, myself, I will still watch a Cosby show and I will listen to an R. Kelly album. I might bootleg it so he doesn't get some of the proceeds, but I still will listen to it. Um, but that's each their own. You got to pick. But that's something, being a black nerd, you have to come to terms with a lot more often. Uh, case in point, The Promised Neverland. Watch that. We talked about it last week. I probably still would do a review on it. It is, in my opinion, from my perspective to how I feel, it was some very racist parts in it. Very racist parts in it. But I did watch the whole thing, and it's it's really good. It's a really good anime. Very captivating, kept your mind. There's twists in it that really is like, oh, I didn't see that coming. It's really good. But most anime is borderline racist to people of color. Um, it's just the way it is. I didn't mean for this to become super deep. We're just talking about comic books and stuff. But we know there's underlying things in them. Let's not act like it. The, the whole X-Men is a whole thing about separation, segregation, racism. All of it. So let's not act like we don't understand that. But, yeah. Just something to put in your mind. Think about it. Hit me down at Black Equal on Instagram and Twitter. Let me know how you guys feel about that. Uh, in other news, wow, this is supposed to be a light podcast. That got kind of deep. Let's let's bring it back to fun. In other news, Stranger Things, since this hiatus, or coronatus, oh, I like that, coronatus, uh, the writers of Stranger Things have time to work on an ending, they say, for Stranger Things, which lets us know that there are more, most likely will be more seasons after four Netflix doesn't really let shows go that far. After about five seasons, they kind of shut them down, cut the show, cancel it, whatever. But Stranger Things is a moneymaker for them. I can see them letting this go on as long as it's bringing in money and doing well. Um, It's very interesting to see what they will do with it and where they would go with the story, how the kids would age with the story. Um... I'm very interested. I liked season one, season two, okay, season three, better than season two, but not as good as season one. So, um, unless season four can really hit it out the park, that's where I might be stopping. Like, I might cut it off at season four, no matter what. That's me. Let me know how you feel about it, though. Up next, Hulu has added Thundercats, the 1984 Thundercats. I think they have all the seasons. Uh, So if you have Hulu, go check that out. I saw that up the other day, and I thought that was really cool. They also have the um, little reboot uh, Thundercats show they had. I think they only have like 23 episodes of that one. (coughs) So if you like that Thundercats, go check that out. But if you like the OG Thundercats, which I don't know how... I haven't watched it yet. I don't know how well it holds up. I don't know how well it holds up if it's going to be watchable. Because some 80s uh, cartoons aren't watchable now. Like, um, 
what's the 80s cartoons? Oh, Jesus. I can't even think right. Like, He-Man, I don't know if that's, that doesn't hold up too well. It really doesn't. Uh, I tried to watch a little bit of that. That didn't hold up too well. But I got to check out Thundercats because it was, it was one of my favorite shows to watch. Uh, I was watching reruns because by the time I was five, it had probably been canceled, I think. Yeah. So, that's something to put on your hair. Also, I've been watching Hoops on Netflix. It is horrible, funny, disgusting, interesting, and just a, a magnificent way to cuss for no reason at all. Um, <coughs> it has Jake Johnson. I think that's his name. He's from New Girl. Uh, I really like him as an actor. I liked him in Spider-Man, um, Into the Spider-Verse. I liked him in, um, he was in the Jurassic World movie. He's funny in that. I liked him in that cop movie where he's, was it Let's Be Cops? He was hilarious in that. It also has Ron Funches in it. Ron is hilarious. I, he's just funny. He's a great voice actor. Um, the show is basically a coach of this high school team who's trying to make them great and he just doesn't understand he shouldn't be cussing at around the kids as much as he is but it's hilarious it's 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 probably not for everybody but definitely check out episode one and don't watch it around your kids unless you're okay with your kids hearing such vulgar language that you just be like oh my you really said that out loud <laughs> it's just it's hilarious i put it on the background sometimes when i'm um editing something or doing something and you overhear something I'm like did i hear that and you have to rewind it and then you have to figure out why we got there it's hilarious it's definitely it's um it's it's I can't say it's like Big Mouth because Big Mouth is a little different. This is it's borderline like Big Mouth, but you're dealing with high school kids and not elementary kids, which is very much different. Um, and um, I'm trying to think what it was like. Oh, it's like um, there's this, there was this Cartoon Network, well, Adult Swim cartoon, where these two kids would do stuff. I forgot what the name of that. It's like that, but more Family Guy kind of animation looking, and more poppy. It's it's it's. It, I say check it out. Watch an episode or two. If you don't like it, it's Netflix. There's a billion other things to watch, <laughs> but that's just something to throw on your radar. Uh, up next is Netflix has canceled. I'm not okay with this. Uh, it looked very interesting. I, from what I understand from the trailer, the premise was with this girl that had magic, I mean, superhero powers, and she was just getting into all kind of weird stuff. I was meaning to check it out, but now that it's canceled, I don't know if I'm going to check it out. You guys let me know if it's good. Should I at least check out the first season to see if that was good, even though there's not going to be a third season or a second season since they canceled it. Let me know. Um, I am not in a rush to watch that, <laughs> to be honest with you. 
because there's so much stuff to watch. There is so much stuff to watch. But uh, let me know if you're a fan of the show. Are you upset? What? How do you feel about it? In other news, Titans is still going, and there's a season three. That mind boggles me. But I did see a clip of uh, Superboy coming. It was It's from season two. I see a clip of Superboy and Krypton. And him in the world trying to figure out stuff. Looked very interesting. Maybe I definitely need to check out season two. Um, but they're having a season three. And they're adding Barbara Gordon and Scarecrow. So they're just going full Batman on this thing. Um, I'm very interested to see if it's, if it's just Barbara Gordon or is she going to be Batgirl. Like, where is that? How is that? Very interested in that, seeing that. Um, I know I know. Titans started out really good, and I was really interested in it. Also, was really interested in Doom Patrol, but I haven't finished the first season. And it doesn't... It, I, it starts out good, but now it's dragging. And it's like, do I want to keep watching this? That's not good. It's hard. If something's not good, you don't want to watch it. I mean, seriously, you just, you, you got to stop. But um, let me know, for those out there watching Titans, should I get back into it? Should I watch it? What do you think? Hit me up. Let me know. All right. In the last bit of news and small screen news, and this one's kind of big. And I haven't seen anybody else talk about it. So maybe I can be the first or maybe the second person to talk about it. I think I saw one person. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls is getting a live action series. I have to say that again. The Powerpuff Girls is getting a live action series. It is going to the CW. I don't know why it's not going to Cartoon Network. You would think, even even though cartoons are cartoons, you would put this on there. But it's going to the CW. They're developing it for the CW. This is crazy. I'm not going to lie. I watched the Powerpuff Girls when they first came out, when it first came out. Not the rebooted one. That's garbage. Hot, hot garbage. The first one was really funny, really good, interesting. A really new take on a superhero team still bubbly and all that good stuff but fun it was fun this live action uh series adaptation i don't know how it's gonna be but i'm definitely watching it <laughs> i have to see what they do is there gonna be a mojo jojo is there gonna have the um i forgot those guys name they were all green are they gonna be there is that uh her gonna be there her Oh, this is this is very interesting. Is the country dude gonna be there? Oh, this is gonna be bananas. I I am really interested in seeing this. How are they gonna be? Are they gonna be teen girls? Are they gonna be little girls? Are they gonna be? Uh, are they gonna have actual powers? Or is it gonna be just Powerpuff by name? I am so curious about what they're gonna do with this. It could go so many different ways. I only thing I hate is that it's gonna be on the CW. And if it's gonna be on a CW, they're gonna CW it up. I, I'm just, I'm no offense to anybody who likes the CW shows and all that. They're so boring and just so bad. 
I had to stop watching Stargirl because that was way too CW-ish. Flash, I had to let go after like two seasons because well, that wasn't even CW fault. That was just, that was just I was tired of everything being his fault. But um, CW shows are kind of weird and corny for no reason. Like it's not even a good corny. It's just a bad corny. Like why am I watching this? This is stupid. I hope that doesn't happen with Powerpuff Girls, but if they're making it to CW, they kind of have a formula, so they follow that formula. I've yet to see them uh, break out of that formula, and only reason I thought Stargirl was going to break out of that formula, because it wasn't on CW at first, it was on DCU-verse, but as you see, DCU-verse kind of got imploded in itself, and rightfully so taken away Stargirl became more CW and CW formulaic and that was just uh, for me uh, just killed it so but I am very interested to see what they do with this Powerpuff Girl series um oh this is crazy like it started to make me wonder what other shows I would like to have a live action series of that are Cartoon Network shows. Instantly, you go to uh, Foster's Land of Imaginary Friends. That would be crazy. Seeing Blue in live action, that would be bonkers. You want to see a uh, Steven Universe, of course. A live action Steven Universe would be really cool. You see a Dexter's Lab. Oh, Dexter's Lab would be phenomenal. There's so much you could do with that. Oh, wow. Mm. And I wonder if if this is something Cartoon Network is playing with and start doing doing the Disney Renaissance and do all their amazing cartoons in live action, just remake them as series and double money up. Oh, if they do that, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Two Stupid Dogs? They could do Two Stupid Dogs? That would be crazy. Uh, Wow. I wonder if they're going to do that. Secret Squirrel! Oh my god! A live action Secret Squirrel? That would be ridiculously stupid and funny and good. Oh, I want it now. So yeah, possibilities are endless depending on what this first one looks like. If this first one's look good, I can see a lot of different stuff coming down the pipeline, which would be awesome. Um We don't have any timetable about this show. I'm just it's it's been put out there. They say they're working on it. They're getting scripts together, I assume. Start casting soon. Um, my question is, are you guys excited for it? Would you be watching it? Would you watch it? And is this the one that you wanted to happen first? See, so the thing is, Ben 10 has already had, I think, two live-action movies and multiple, multiple different series. Like, I think out of all... The Cartoon Network's shows, that show has the most um, different series, live-action movies. Um, yeah, I think he has like seven different uh, Benton... I, I, there's a word, I can't think of it, what it is. But he has like seven different series. Each one is vaguely different than the next... But I know one kind of 
spent off of itself so it's in the same universe sometimes they restart over the universe and they change the art style make it bubbly or something new alien blah blah whatever not gonna lie i was a big ben 10 fan i used to watch big 10 ben 10 for a long time it was good until it got bad and then it got real bad and then it got super bad <laughs> and then i just said no no more no more but I would like to see a reboot of Ben 10 too. <laughs> if they do it right, if they do it right, yes, I can see a live action Ben 10. I know um, Boss Logic, I think it is, the guy that does all the uh, fantasy casting of characters, he did Tom Holland as Ben 10, and Tom Holland was like, no, no. But it looked good. I'm not going to lie, it looked good. I, it, if they were like, hey, this is happening tomorrow, I'm like, I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so let me know how you feel about this Powerpuff live action uh, series coming. I am kind of excited. Weirdly excited. I want to show my kid and see if he likes it, but he probably won't like it because I don't even know what that kid watches now. Oh, wow. He basically basically watches uh, you weird YouTube kids. I don't know what he's doing. He, he watches weird stuff. Anyway, that is it for small screen news. There wasn't a lot of DC show news because I didn't watch uh, the DC show panels because I don't care about them. I'm just being 100% with you. None of the shows I'm really interested in at all. At all. None of them. I do, I do like the Harley Quinn show. Uh, I think they're getting a third season or cartoon. I did like that. I did like Doom Patrol, but I think I'm going to let that go. It's just getting weird and not in a good way. Weird in a boring way. Um, yeah. And also didn't watch the anime because I got busy. And there's a lot of DC stuff going on, and that took up the whole weekend. Um, I am going to continue watching No Gun Life. Uh, I'm going to go to episode two. I'm also looking for another anime. So somebody look. Oh, my homeboy told me to check out um, High School Gods or something like that. I think it's on Funimation. I got to check that out. I, I seen a clip of it and the fights look super cool. Really cool. I'm not going to lie. So I definitely want to check that out. But hit me up if there was something else uh, I missed that you wanted to get my opinions on, want to get my thoughts on. Oh, I had to burp. Hit me up at uh, Blackie Cool on Instagram or Twitter or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. And I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. All right, guys, it's time for big screen news. First up, Sony is expanding its Spider Universe once again. There is talks of doing a Craven the Hunter solo movie. Um,. So much that they already got a director, J.C. Schindler. Is it Shiner? J.C. Um, <laughs> yeah, they already got a director for this thing, so they're really moving forward with it. Very interesting. Um, out of all of the other Spider-Man villains, I wouldn't think. Craven will be the first one to get a solo movie. 
I understand Venom getting a solo movie. He's Venom. Pretty good. I would assume the next one to do without Spider-Man in the universe, per se, even though there's talks of him coming into the Spider-Universe because he's kind of not there, really. Um, But there's talks of him coming in, and I think it might happen in... um, I think it might happen in the... Craven movie? No, Venom 2 movie. It might happen in Venom 2 movie. Um, I don't know. It's very weird. I would think they would have did somebody else. I'm trying to think of a here a villain they could have done, or even a hero. Honestly, I would I would understand if they did Black Cat. That would have been more realistic to do her teetering with being good and evil. But once again, it's it's really hard. The fact that they were able to do Venom story without Spider-Man is one of the things I applaud to them. That was really interesting the way they did that and had it work. I just didn't like the movie altogether. I like the fact that they did it without Spider-Man and it worked. It made sense. But everything else is terrible. Like Venom, Venom looked okay. But then it was just dark all the time so you barely could see him. We have CGI. We have really good CGI. Why didn't you put the money into that to make that look good to where it's not just always in dark scenes? Very weird. Um, yeah, it's really hard to have a any villain or even hero. Because uh, it's, it's very difficult. Um, he can't do sinister sticks. Wow, maybe Craven is the best option. Cause he can just hunt stuff. Oh, this is this is gonna be weird. I get I get Morpheus, but Morpheus is kind of made by Spider Man too. I mean, you can take that part out, and so they're already doing it. I don't know. I think they should wait till Morpheus comes out. But then they gotta strike while the iron's hot. I guess. Oh wow, I am very conflicted. Like at first I was like, oh that makes sense, but now I'm like that doesn't make sense. And then I was like, maybe it does make sense. Oh, this is really weird, guys. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I would have this much turmoil uh, on this. I, uh, wow. Um, yeah. What do you guys, how do you guys feel? Craven the Hunter being the next solo movie for the Spider Universe. So we have Venom 2. We're going to have Morbius. And then we're going to have Craven. I don't know if something's supposed to... Oh, wait, there there is a Spider-Woman movie, I think, coming in the middle of that. And you can't have a spider But that's the interesting thing. So, like, could you have other Spider-Men? So, like, could you do, like, Scarlet Spider or the clones? Or can you do Doc Ock? Like, I, w- I would think... But then you can't do Doc Ock Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man, without the actual Spider-Man. It, it's very weird. Oh, it's very weird. Oh, it, it just it blows your mind so weird to think of the possibilities that they can and can't do because all of these evolve around Spider-Man. <laughs> the one character they don't have in there. Um, but I know they're doing something with Marvel where their universe is going to kind of come into the MCU universe, MCU universe, which is going to 
if they do that, then that's going to blow up so much more what they can do. It really is. And then that's where I get really excited. Because you can see Spider-Man and Venom on the same screen, live action. Again, even, oh, we did have that one, but that one was terrible. But then it would be the first time Kraven will be in live action, I believe. And then opens the possibility of other characters to be in live action for the first time. Hobgoblin, for the first time, could be in live action. Um, they already did Sandman. But you could have uh, Scorpion. Has he been in live action? I don't think he's been in live action. You could do Scorpion. You could do, uh, what's his name? Chameleon. You could do him in live action. You could do a better Rhino in live action. Um, yeah, I forget Spider-Man has so many villains. So many villains. But then you also still have the animated stuff coming up so you want villains for that but you're going to go into more to the spider-verse so you're going to get more spider-man oh wow it's really really oh this could be a gold mine if they do it correctly it really can blow up immensely if they do this correctly it's all going to fall on how good venom 2 is it really is how good venom 2 is and how good morbius is um and Morbius did not look that good, at least from the trailer. Um, but it could be a surprise. It could be a surprise hit. Venom was a surprise hit. I did not think Venom would make almost a billion dollars. It got real close to making a billion dollars. Oh, incredibly close. Um, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all the big screen news that is not in DC. <laughs> Everything else is DC. So this is the big DC chunk of this podcast because of DC fandom, which off the back, you have to say it's a success because it took over Saturday. It just took over Saturday on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. It was trending everywhere. So DC definitely got a win on this one. It, it, even though I said I seen the site might have went down once or twice, people were having hard, hard times to get in. It still did really well. It was a great promotion for them, um, and they beat everybody to it. Well, not beat everybody to it, but they finally did something that didn't get overshadowed by Marvel. Because let's be honest, every time they do something, Marvel kind of overshadows them. Like, when they did Batman vs. Superman, that's when Marvel came out with Civil War. Um, when they did their big Justice League movie, Marvel had already did Avengers movie, and DC was playing catch-up. They did beat Marvel to the first female superhero solo movie with Wonder Woman, which did really well. They were trying to beat them with their first black superhero solo movie, but Marvel beat them there and made a billion dollars. And I don't know where Cyborg is right now for his solo movie, but we do have some other news coming up about that. So hold on, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, But yeah, for DC, this is definitely a win and definitely something they should be trying to do every year, if not every other year. I know D23 does it every other year, so maybe they should do it on the opposite year they do it so they can have their own year to themselves, basically. But uh, this really 
brings question to Comic-Con conventions themselves. If all the brands can do them on their own, why do we need you? Is really going to be a question. Um, the Comic-Con convention really going to have to dig down and answer and let them know, like, this is why you need us because blah, 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 this. And if they got nothing, oh, conventions might really change in the future. Um, just like comic book stores are going to change really soon with DC not printing comic books. They're still printing graphic novels. We talked about this in the last podcast, but they're still printing graphic novels. They're just not printing uh, weekly comic books anymore. They're going to let you get them all digitally. That's going to affect the comic book industry. Or comic book stores, I mean. Um, Yeah. Very weird. So, first bit of DC news we got. Before a lot of trailers dropped and stuff like that, we found out that Ben Affleck is coming back to play Batman. Yes, Ben Affleck is coming back to play Batman. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, he's coming back in Justice League. Not Justice League. He's going to play Batman in Justice League again. But this is something totally different. He is coming back to play Batman in the Flash solo movie. Yes. He's coming back to play uh, Batman in the Flash solo movie alongside Michael Keaton. Yes, it's been confirmed that Michael Keaton... Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton... I can't say it now because I keep thinking of it, (laughs) it that weird way. Michael Keaton will be back as Batman in the Flash as well. He is confirmed. Ben Affleck's going to be in the movie, but they, from what it sounds like, he's not going to be in the movie a long period of time, mostly like a little cameo kind of thing. But Michael Keaton is going to be in the movie pretty much a good chunk of the movie. Uh, Also, they say this Flash movie is going to introduce the DC multiverse, which is... If DC is going this way where they're doing multiverse stories where there's different versions of known characters, different universes, so things can happen in a one way, we can see movies where heroes actually die. They actually die. But it's in a whole other multiverse, so it won't affect all the other timelines, which is really smart if they do this. Um, It seems like DC has finally found their footing now they find what makes them special marvel already knows what makes them special they link movies together to make you feel like it's an experience you have to go see the next one to understand the next one and so on and so forth they already hit comedy with it they're family oriented lighthearted, bubbly still action-packed but have a formula that is tried and true at this point they string movies together to make billion dollar after billion dollar movie. DC's always had a tough time with the movies as of late partly because they were trying to catch up to Marvel and make their own cinematic universe when they should have been dealing with their own multiverse which they already have and it's already there for you to just use properly. They always had the trouble with TV heroes and then movie heroes. Same character, Batman on the TV and Batman in the movie are two different characters, two different people playing those. Now it makes sense if they do this multiverse. And 
they can still connect the shows with the movies in a whole different way. And they, I don't know if they always wondered if audience weren't smart enough to deal with it or figure it out, but we're pretty good. Even if you're not a comic book fan, give me two or three lines and let me know, oh, this is the multiverse, so there's many different Batman versions. This is this version. Okay, got it. Good. Let's go. I'm, I'm good now. Just do that. People are smart. They can figure stuff out. But yeah, this is huge. If they can do this right, this will be huge. This will be where they can plant their feet and just reach for the stars if they do this right. So I'm super excited about that. Super excited about seeing multiverse multiverse stories. Storylines are like elsewhere stories where it's a one shot of something like um, Joker. I did not like Joker, but I like the idea of what Joker entails. You can do one-off stories about either a villain or a hero or a villain and a hero. You can do that. You can spend the budget. You can make it R-rated, very adult, and it could be mind-blowingly good. Joker wasn't that for me, but for some people it was mind-blowingly good, and it didn't make a billion dollars, so touche to it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. But you can do this with other characters, darker characters, light-hearted characters. It opens so many more doors for DC now, and it's really going to be exciting to see what they do with it. Don't drop the ball. Don't drop the ball. You can do this, DC. Um, also in that Flash movie, Flash is going to get a new suit. Unfortunately, I think we still have Ezra Miller as Flash, which you guys all know how I feel about that. He should not be Flash because he can't run. He runs like a weirdo. He flails his arms. What are you doing, man? You're playing a guy with the power of speed and you can't run properly? Oh, my God. Did they even test his running out? Oh, I digress. Um, in other news, in this multiverse, we have been told there is going to be a Static Shock live action movie. Yes, Static Shock is getting his own movie, finally. I don't know what took them so long. Why they been sitting this man on the sidelines? This man had a whole cartoon that people stayed up and watched consistently. He was a very much unknown character until his cartoon came out and then he really blew up and you guys took so long. Had him sitting on the shelf so long to not put him out. The fact that Black Panther came out and made a billion dollars, you need to go, wait, don't we got a black superhero? Yeah, we got a couple of them. We have some of them that are teenagers that really resonate with kids that we could do a whole Black Lives Matter thing with. A whole just new generation thing with a whole technology thing because he's big in technology static shock he's electric and you guys just didn't do it I don't know why it took you guys so long to come to this but I'm glad you finally got here and I am super excited for this oh I love the static shock cartoon show I watched it all the time I love the episode when he went in the future Hell, Batman, he saw his older stuff, still had his long dreads, and he was great. Super dope. Oh, so good. Uh, I just hope they do it right. <laughs> That's always the the downside. You're like, oh, they're finally doing this. Please don't make it suck. 
please get people that know the character. Um, um, somebody said, I want to give credit to whoever said this, but I can't remember it. Oh, wait. It was Izzy from the Pizza Party podcast. She said that um, usually people's uh, idea of a certain show of how it should be is usually their first incarnation of that show. So I'm trying to put past my thoughts of what this movie should be, trying to take it out of that first in our incarnation of the cartoon that I watch. I can't expect it to be just like that. I'm trying to get the essence of static and think of that being the way the show should, the movie should be. It shouldn't necessarily be just like the show. He shouldn't. He sh- he doesn't need to have a sidekick. Uh, what was his name? I want to say, uh, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, Reggie? Reg? I think it starts with an R, but I can't remember it. We all remember the episode where his dad told everybody he was a racist and he was very mad at Virgil. Uh, <laughs> lessons. The more you know. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I come in this with an open mind of this being a new static shock, a new age static shock, trying to appeal to younger people. I get it. I get it. As long as it still has some of the essence of the static shock I know, I think they can do a good job with it. But I am super excited for a static shock movie. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. Woo! I'm super excited. Super excited. Just don't put Batman in the first one. Come on. Batman's got enough stuff. Jesus. Put Batman in everything, guys. Come on. Got more people. In other news, uh, they also announced that Aquaman 2 Ocean Master will be coming back for Aquaman 2. And that they're going to be more serious in the sequel. Which is weird. Um... I don't know why. What do you mean by more serious? You're dealing with a dude that can talk to fish underwater. It's a very silly concept. Why do you need to be serious, Rod? You did that episode when you guys, I mean, you did it in the movie where he, we saw all the pollution that humans have been doing. Yes, we're terrible. We always mess everything up. That's about the line you need to go with pollution. Um... Unless you make it about uh, a political thing of right now encompassed in Atlanta's politics, that could be that that could work. But you write a fine line because if you don't do it properly, people are gonna be upset. If you do it too good, people are gonna be mad too. So it's a fine line. Um, but ultimately, you got Jason Momoa. He's a great Aquaman. I will not take that away from him. He is an amazing Aquaman. He worked his Aquaman. I did not think the Aquaman movie was that great. It looked beautiful. It did make a billion dollars, so I'm not taking that away from him. But it was super long for no reason. And I was like, can we cut this down? I don't need to see all this. (laughs) I'm just being 100. Didn't need to see all of it. You could have cut that down to an hour and 30. It didn't have to be two. I think it was like 2.30. That is way too long. Way too long, sir. But they did not talk about 
the Trench spinoff movie, and they did not talk about Amber Heard, um, which is very weird because things are kind of up in the air with her. She has her case with Johnny Depp, found out that she was lying. She was doing most of the stuff Johnny Depp was saying, and he was actually the victim. So it is a weird twist in that case. Uh, there hasn't been word if she's going to still be Mirror. Uh, Mirror. I can't say that word. I cannot say her name. If she's going to still be Aquaman's love interest. <laughs> or if she's going to get recast. So, um, we're still waiting to find out that. It's probably leaning towards she's probably going to get recast. But only time will tell. Uh, but they did not say anything about the trench or her, so... Mm. They didn't really even say if... Who's gonna be the next villain. I didn't hear anything about Black Manta coming back. But I don't know a lot of Aquaman's villains. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know a lot. So, if you guys know some, let me know. Hit me down in the comments down below. Also, let me know, did you watch all of Fandome? Did you take up that whole Saturday and watch it? And was it worth it? Um, I heard they had some really good um, panels. They had a, a milestone panel talking about bringing that back, um, making new comics of that. If you don't know milestone, it's kind of the more people of color section of DC. Well, I, was it DC or did DC buy them? I could be wrong. I think DC bought them. But you can find out all this information on a Quibi show. I'm promoting Quibi and they're not even paying me. Never mind. We're not even going to talk about that. Because they're not paying me. I'm not promoting their show. But it's, I heard it was really good. Alright. We're going to say a streaming service that starts with a Q is having a show called Battle of the Fist. Or Battle of the... Battle of something. Um, it's... I think it should be out by now. Uh, it's all about comic book stories and events. So they do... Uh, this is all off topic, but we're going to keep talking about it. Uh, it's, it's on topic because it's, it's, it's comic books, but it's not big screen. But it's small screen, so I should talk about it small screen. Whatever. We're, we're going to keep going. So they do, like, um, recreation of comic book events, uh, like the Robin event where you had to call in and see if Robin died or not. The Clone Saga with Spider-Man, the death of Superman, so on and so forth. Big moments in comic book history. They recreated with different actors playing the roles of the people that were involved, like the writers, directors, editors of the comic books and stuff like that. They have one with Stan Lee in it too, and it's supposed to be really good. I'm going to check, I don't know if I'm going to check it out because I don't have a Quibi anymore, or I don't have that app with the Q anymore. So, I'm going to have to find somebody that has Quibi. I mean, the app with the Q and borrow it for a little while so I can watch it. But, yeah, go check that out. I don't remember the name 100%. It's like Battles of something. So, sorry for that. I didn't write this down. This is all off the top of the head. Um, but, yeah, Ocean Masters coming back. Aquaman 2. More series. Uh, hopefully shorter. <laughs> hopefully shorter and we're not sure if Amber Heard is coming back um, but in other news they also let us know what the title of Shazam 2 was so the title of Shazam 2 is going to be Fury of the Gods 
so with that title, well, Shazam Fury of the Gods, I probably should say the whole thing. Uh, with that title, it kind of lets us know that this might be more of the gods being upset of the way Shazam is using his powers. Or if there's like, I'm not going to lie, I don't know Shazam that well. I know about his abilities coming from gods and, um, is it Greek gods? Because I know Zeus is in there. Nefertiti. I think it's Nefertiti. I could be wrong on that. Um, but, uh, very interesting to see what it's about. I did like the first Shazam. I liked it a lot. I had fun. It was funny. It's adorable. It was some action. Could have did with more action. The weird fight at the end was weird. I'm not going to spoil it for you. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's really good. Didn't do good in the box office, though. Ooh, it got hit hard. So hard. But, yeah. Interesting to see what they do with Sam 2. Glad they're making another one. They need another chance. First one was really good. People should have went to see it. Uh, up next, we got the Suicide teaser trailer and the Suicide featurette. So, they dropped a lot of information on this. So they did a teaser trailer where they kind of showed everybody, which you can actually go check out my live reaction of that. It's on my YouTube, Blackie Cool. Go check out the trailer for that. I did a live reaction to the trailer for the teaser and the featurette. But basically the, the teaser, they let you know who's all who, who's playing who in the Suicide Squad. So basically a, a roll call. Really good. Really interesting. I like the way they did it. Uh, the featurette. They showed some behind-the-scenes of the movie being made. A uh, little talk James Gunn, a little talk with a couple actors. Them milking James Gunn, let him know he was the only one to be able to make this movie and that this movie is way different than any other comic book movie out there. But, you know, they always say that for every comic book movie, that there's nothing like this out there, and there's usually something just like it. But, to be honest with you, it looked amazing. It looked so good. It looked amazing. The characters look cool. The costumes. The action scenes. It looks like they're having fun. It looks really good. The first Suicide Squad was not very good. Not entertaining. Boring and odd. Had some good spots in it. But overall, bad. This looks like it's going to be fun. Looks like everybody's having fun. James Gunn said this is like the biggest movie he's ever made. Um... I am very excited to see this. You definitely should be going and checking out the trailer. It looks amazing. It's coming out 2021. So, I think in October. But I'm really excited for this. I want to see what he did with the Suicide Squad. I want to see these new characters. There's a lot of characters. I have no idea who they are. There's, there's, there's a weasel. There's a guy named Weasel. Let me rephrase that. There is a human morpho animal morph looking thing called weasel like that seems strange but there's also a king shark is in this too and he looks really cool um i think king shark is gonna be voiced by taika waititi because they did not say who he is but they did say he's in a movie so only time will tell what his character is but I think it might be King Shark. Uh, yeah, that trailer, definitely go check it out. 
You can check it out on my YouTube channel and you can go check out my live reaction to it. Definitely go check that out. It looks amazing. Um, in other news, we got a trailer for Wonder Woman 84, the second trailer. And what can I say? We got to see what Cheetah looks like. I definitely think they should have held off on this. They should have held this off, kept it close to the chest, did not show what Cheetah looked like. Yes, there's been some leaks online because of toys. We kind of got a glimpse of what Cheetah's supposed to look like. But to see her in movement and live action, it's very interesting. Uh, let's just say it looks interesting. Uh, I did a live reaction to it. You go check that out on my YouTube channel, Blackie Cool. Uh, the trailer looks good. It's good. It's funny. The action looks pretty good. Kristen Wiig, is, as of right now, she looks good in the trailer to be in a superhero movie, fighting, all that stuff. It, it's But it's a trailer, so they could cut that very well together. We have to see it in the movie if it works out really good. Um, I'm very confused if Wonder Woman is flying. Uh, she's clearly riding lightning sometimes, but sometimes she's just floating there, and it's like, can she fly? I know there are versions of Wonder Woman who can fly, and then there's versions of Wonder Woman who cannot fly. So which one of you guys? You're making it very difficult. She has a suit of armor with wings. If you can fly, why do you need those wings? And if you can't fly, can you fly with those wings? So many questions. But it looks good. It definitely looks good. I'm definitely probably going to see it. Um, hopefully not doing corona. Hopefully we got a vaccine. Our people start wearing more masks and take care of themselves. But I'm definitely going to go see it. Um, next up, this was very disappointing. I did live trailer reaction to it. I don't even think I'm going to post it because it was very disappointing. So I'm just going to talk about it and be mad because I was very mad when I watched this trailer. Black Adam. They told us we were going to see some, uh, the first footage of Black Adam. We did not see any footage. We saw animatics. Um, storyboards of what The Rock would look like Black Adam. <sighs> not gonna lie to you guys, I was disappointed in this one. You can see it on my face, on my live trailer reaction that I might not post up. But if you guys ask me to, maybe I'll post it up. But I was just like, oh, this is terrible. Why did you guys do this? I get it. You had to do something. But come out and just be like, hey, guess who we just cast for this part of the role? Or just who we cast to have on this part of the role. Um, they did this weird steel animation, animatic thing. Giving the backstory of Black Adam and why he became who he became. And that he was entrapped for 4,000 years. And now he's back in modern day, modern day times. And I can't remember if... They didn't say he's supposed to be fighting the Justice Society in the trailer, but the word is that he's going to fight the Justice Society. And assuming at the end he's going to become somewhat of a good guy because he's the Rock. Rock's not going to play a character where he's evil. That's not going to happen at all. No, sir. Um, yeah. It was terrible. It's nothing else to say. It's just so bad. I'd rather them not do anything than what they did do. It was, uh, wow. 
Um, in other news, we got a snacks, a snacks, a Zack Snyder Justice League teaser trailer for his HBO Max series. So they're letting Snacks either finish his Justice League the way he wanted to. He's supposed to be doing a couple more reshoots, doing adding a couple scenes. Um, we got to see some of the scenes that he shot that didn't get used by Josh Whedon. Uh, some of them look interesting. Some of them are stuff we kind of saw in the trailer that got pulled away. Um, there's this music there that I did not like. Uh, kind of set the tone for the trailer in a weird way. But we did get to see Dark Side. Pretty good look at Dark Side. And we see more of Barry Allen as Flash. And we also got to see Iris West, who got cut from the theater release of Justice League. But it looks like she's going to be in this Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League. And, I mean, we see more of Cyborg in this. Um, there's, like, more of his football playing. And then there's that uh, thing where he saves a guy and was like, you shouldn't be here, you should move, or something like that. Which was a cool scene in the trailer that got cut. But it looks like it's back in. Um, we also found out that it's going to be a four-episode miniseries on HBO Max. I think they're hour-long. I don't know if they're going to do them all in one week or it's going to be a weekly thing where they release the episodes. It'd be smarter to do a weekly thing so you get people to subscribe longer. But um, we're going to see if this helped drive subscribers to HBO Max. Um, in my opinion, I don't think it is. But hey, what do I know? Maybe it could. Maybe it could happen. Maybe people are like, I got to see that Zack Snyder Justice League cut. Oh, and that's another thing. It's not Justice League. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League. So they gave him top billing on it. Let you know it's his. Two shaded him. They didn't have to do that. They really did. They could have said just Jack, Zack Snyder's version or something like that. But they gave him top billing. So, touche, man. Touche. You getting to finish your movie. That's amazing. Um, But they also are doing a investigation into... What's his name? I want to say Robert Fisher... Um, but that's not right. The guy that plays Cyborg is going to come to me and I'll be mad that I messed it up. So he uh, went on Twitter maybe, I think it was like two months ago or something, and kind of divulged that Josh Whedon was very unprofessional, made being on set terrible, um, that he was kind of a dick and all this other stuff, and that the producers which are WB execs and producers and employed by WB more than one way or another kind of allowed him to do this. They they didn't stop it when they saw it. They didn't stop it from complaints. So now WB is um, investigating if this is true and how bad it was from a third party um, I almost had his name. It's like Ron Fisher. 
Oh, so close. But yeah, they're going to investigate. We're going to see what happens with that. If they say anything, if they bring it out, or if they just hush it up and pay people off. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, there's been stories that Josh Whedon is not the nicest person. I know he's going through stuff with his wife or something. So this could be either bad are good, but they kind of had to do it because they're pushing Just League on HBO Max, so it's going to be around. You want a good pub for it. You want to show that you're doing the right stuff, so they have to do it. Um, I'm pretty sure they heard all these complaints about this for a while, but Ray Fisher, that's his name. Ray Fisher was the one that spoke out and really got the ball rolling. Some people have come around like, yeah, he wasn't the nicest person, blah, 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 this. But Ray Fisher really stood up because he also stood up because I think Josh Weeding or other people, execs of WB, I could be 100% wrong on this, but I think I heard this, that they kind of threatened him to not be able to work in this town again. And that's that's a man's livelihood. You trying to take a man's livelihood away. He, he got to say something. And I understand. But you got to say something at that point. Like, nah, y'all playing. Y'all ain't going to try to throw me under the bus. No, sir. And I also did a live reaction to that. So you go check that out at Black Geek Cool on YouTube. Last bit of news. We got the biggest news of the DC fandom. And something a lot of people were expecting. Hoping. I'm one of those people. I was very much hoping this was to happen. We got a trailer for The Batman. Yes, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Matt Reeves' Batman that he's directing. And I believe he wrote as well. Uh, we got a trailer for it. And I gotta say, it was a really good trailer. I did a live reaction to this. Definitely go check that out. This trailer is really good. And my wife is doing something upstairs. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I just snorted. <laughs> Keeping that in. Uh, we got a good look at his Batman, his bat suit. We got a glimpse of Catwoman. We also got a look at, I believe it's Riddler. And I didn't realize it, but we got a look at Penguin as well. Had to go back and look at it and found it. It looks great. We got a look at Jeffrey Dean. Not Jeffrey Dean. Um, what's his name? Oh, I just blinked on his name. I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to talk about something else. Um, I didn't see a couple of different actors that's supposed to be in this. I didn't see them in it. Uh, but we got to look at Robert Patton's Batman. Um, we got to look at his... There's this... Oh, there's this fight scene. It is dope. It's, it's super good. It made me really... Um, Jeffrey Wright is the man I'm looking name for. Jeffrey, we got to see Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Gordon, and that's amazing. We heard um, Andy Serkis' uh, Alfred. We didn't see him visually. See him. Um, honestly, it looks amazing. It looks really good. It it has a Joker look to it, but more modern day. Um, it's very, 
it's very oh we also saw Catwoman in it she looked not the greatest her costume looked weird uh, very, that her costume was very disappointing um, it look it has a modern feel to it um, it um, how do I explain this it reinvents the character in a whole different way I've never seen before in the movies, which is really good. It's 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 a more realistic feel for them, but they're taking it seriously, and it's more like in the world, not gritty. It's not gritty, but it's just of the world, which is really hard to describe, but works really well with Batman. Um... I'm very excited for this. Very excited. Not just because Batman's on my second favorite hero in the world. Spider-Man's the first. Batman's the second. I'm not sure who the third. It keeps rotating. Sometimes it's Black Panther. Sometimes it's Wolverine. Sometimes it's a, a clone of Spider-Man. Uh, so many people. So many people. Sometimes it's like all the X-Men cast. I digress. Um... This movie looks really good. Um, they've only shot 25% of it, yet they put out an amazing trailer. And I think this movie's going to get an R rating, so we're going to get a first... I think this will be the first R-rated Batman movie, which uh, it could be good. It's supposed to be his second year as Batman. Um, once again, I'm 100% it's his second year as Batman. Because we also got more information on the spinoff to this, which Matt Reeves is doing as well. There's going to be a spinoff series on HBO Max dealing with the Gotham City Police Department. And it's going to be the a prequel, basically. It's a prequel to the Batman. So I think that's coming out first. I could be wrong. I thought that was coming out first. Maybe it's coming out second. But it's a prequel, and it's supposed to deal with year one of the Batman and him dealing with the Gotham police and the Gotham police being who they are, the shady crookedness of them, and that's what the series is supposed to be about. It's supposed to show... It's supposed to, It sounds like Gotham, but Batman is already Batman, and I really hated Gotham. But if it looks like this and it has more identity to this trailer, which I love and very excited for the movie. Hope it doesn't disappoint. But goodness, it's so good. Uh, I'm I'm in on the series as well. Like I would definitely be watching the series because I'm definitely going to watch this movie. It comes out 2021, so we should have a vaccine by then. So I should not have to worry about Corona. But, yeah, definitely go check it out. Go check out my live reaction to it. Go check out the trailer. Watch it over and over and over again. Um, I'm not. I'm trying not to spoil how the trailer goes because there's just some amazing things in it you should see. Uh, and it definitely won the weekend. Like, that was the biggest thing of the weekend is the Batman trailer. Amazing. Uh, amazing. It's so good. It's really good. It 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 still had. I'm still skeptical on Robert Pattinson being able to be Batman. People already are upset with his Bruce Wayne. Um, 
which I can understand why they're upset with it. I'm a little upset with it too myself, but I'm not even a hundred percent sure on his Batman voice. So that's still growing, but I'm trying to try to remember this is not a, I've been Batman 10 years. I've been Batman 20 years. This is who I am. This is a, a, a new Batman still learning how to be Batman. He's only in year two of being Batman, still trying to figure out what he's doing, how he's doing. You can see it from his suit to his cave to his car. He's still trying to piece things together, and he's still on his own and still trying to figure stuff out. But they say this is supposed to be a murder mystery, so they're bringing more of the detectiveness of Batman into this, which is really good. That's one of the things that was kind of missing in most of the movies. He wasn't really a detective, being that he's been he's known as the greatest detective in the DC universe. You want to see more of that aspect um, pumped up to an eleven. Hopefully, they do that with this. Um, Robert Pattinson, I'm gonna give him a chance. I like him in the suit. He looks okay in the suit to me. Um, it's just got to... He's got to tie the Batman and the Bruce Wayne. Those are two different characters that you have to seamlessly blend and make it look good and make it work. Um, and I think that's going to take him some time. Uh, he probably get a lot of feedback. They're still shooting, so hopefully they can implement that i that's the only thing about having something come out while you're still doing the movie people get a, a glimpse of it they're going to critique it and you don't want to take too many critiques and change too much of what you're doing already but you do kind of have to listen to the people that are going to pay tickets and buy this <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword it really is but um I'm really excited for it. Honestly, I'm really excited for it. Oh, I can't wait for it. I'm really interested in this series, what they do. Um, That's all the big screen news I have. If there was something I missed, let me know. I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. But as you can see, DC Fandom had so much going on. And it was, it's amazing for it. It's amazing for DC. They're on the board real heavy. And they really, if they can really do it with this multiverse i think they have something real special and can set themselves apart from marvel this is what they've been trying to get to set themselves apart and it's been right there in front of their face all along and hopefully they take full advantage of it uh but yeah thank you guys for listening that's a podcast for this week as always guys greatly appreciate you checking out the podcast taking the time sharing liking telling people about it you can go ahead and uh, rate the podcast, whatever app you're listening to the podcast on. Go ahead and give us five stars. Helps us with the algorithm, helps more listeners find the podcast, and it's a great way to support the podcast. If you would like to financially support the podcast, you can go check us out at Patreon slash Blackie Cool. And I also finally got the cash app thing up. So it's dollar sign, Blackie Cool, all one word. If you want to send us a donation, that'd be greatly appreciated. And I'll probably get a shout out on the podcast. It's a great way to do it. You can also check out our Teespring slash Blackie Cool t-shirts. Uh, still working on a couple different t-shirts. I, stick, I think I got stickers up there. You can check that out. Definitely cool. Um, I think that's it, guys. Yeah, 
thanks for listening. Uh, check out the Blackie Cool YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm still thinking about Batman. <laughs> but thanks for listening, and I'll definitely check you guys on the next podcast.